0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And it's time now for today on Twitter where it's a question about how you respond to the question why should we hire you? Ah, uh, yes, the perennial difficult
1: interview question uh this comes from a tweet by farid afi um who essentially he says ways to answer why should we hire you chara salah number one actually i can do anything just give me any job scope i will complete it chara salah number two i'm a very hardworking person and a positive thinker chara salah number three but also my favorite because i'm broke
0: <laughs> yeah uh, so i can i just say i don't think because i'm broke is problematic
1: it's honest, I don't right? think so. It's, it's honest. It might also depend what job you're applying for. Um, but Farid does offer solutions. It's not just a troll of people. Uh, Farid goes on to say, you guys should demonstrate your value. For example, your experience. Don't forget to state your achievement at the end, because that's what gives confidence to the HR. Chara Batol number one. During my study time, I organized a few projects with outside clients, whereby I ran their social media campaigns for them. As a result, all of the platforms managed to achieve at least a 20% increase. Increase in terms of followers. I will just say the person who attends an interview with that answer prepared has my eternal
0: respect. Right? Who, who's if I ready, could hire, I would hire them. Who's ready to go out there and I mean 20% increase is is really no joke. Um I so here's the thing, right? You said it's a perennial interview question or in some ways a tough interview question. I think why should we hire you is way up there with and what would you say is your biggest failing or what would you say is your biggest flaw? That one is uh, is such, I don't know. I don't know if people still ask that. It feels very old school, but for a while. They do.
1: I've heard of people asking and I'm like does anybody expect an honest answer to this? Because really everyone just does the, hey, I'm going to pick a flaw that's actually a strength and then I'm going to say it and make myself sound better.
0: I care too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm too hardworking. I yeah. spend all of my time at work.
0: You have to chase me home. So, <laughs> yeah, in other words, I don't know, these questions are, are kind of dicey anyway, but I think why should we hire you is an interesting thesis statement question expecting a thesis statement answer, right? Because it's it's the expectation here is that you are going to crystallise into a sentence the thing that makes you a good hire. So if we look at um, the some of the responses to this. Um, Zahid Hamidi, at Zahid Hamidi, says, Charasala number 10, I want to learn new things. Actually, I face these kinds of questions from time to time. Things can be learned and companies will want to hire you to contribute, not being a tuition centre. Yes, learning is there, but there is a better way to answer it. I mean, I
1: agree. I think I think it's okay to say I want to learn new things, but maybe supplement that
0: with also what you would bring to the company. I don't think it should be I don't think it should be the reason. Because if I'm hiring you for you to learn new things, um, what's in it for me, right, is really the question that it comes down to. Uh, We also have Clement who says, to be honest, we all work only because we need the money. Nobody in their right mind would work eight to five because they want to help the company. It's all lies we tell. The employer knows it too. Probably went home and joked to their friends. We live in a world where everything you see is fake. Ah, I see. We've already hit the
1: cynicism. The nihilism. <laughs> the nihilism, yes. Uh, there's There are a lot of people bringing up money and, and basically saying, look, let's all just be honest here. Obviously, we're here for the money. Um, the the tendu says, I use I applied for a fast food joint and used the value approach. The manager just cut me down along the way and said, because you need the money, la, eh? And wrote that down.
0: At that point, I was confused about who was being professional. I mean, it's also... It's also one of those situations, right? In which I think for a lot of people, applying for a job in a um, in an FNB situation is not always seen as a career. Um, it, of course, for many people it is, but for others who are looking for part time positions, and who are looking for part-time positions, I don't think it's expected necessarily that you're going to be asked these sorts of questions or that you're necessarily going to have to come up with a world-class career-making answer. But then that also shows um, in terms of professionalism, right? Sometimes I do think that we should treat each interview with respect, even if it is for a job that is temporary or even if it is for a position that you know someone is there only for a short period of time.
1: It's the equivalent of the advice you get that each cover letter should be, you should write it with care or you should, you know, if possible, tailor your resume to the job you're applying to. Basically, it goes down to showing the company that you value them um, and that you want to work for them beyond just your interchangeable. I'm not saying that most companies even necessarily treat their employees well enough to demand that, but I think there is some balance to be had. Um a fiction says, I once answered literally along uh, with these lines. The job description says you need someone to manage these tasks. I have a combined experience of X years in all of them and you'll get the benefit of not needing
0: to train me. And in response, they said, when can you start? So you see, Shamila, earlier you were saying people who show up with the answers ready, have all your respect. fiction clearly did, right? I mean, that's a move. Uh, We also have Epiphanot who says, for my first job, I used all these wrong answers and I was lucky enough to be chosen. The reason being, I was honest. I was a fresh grad, so there was nothing I could promise them and they weren't interested in hearing what I learned in uni. So my last choice was to be honest, uh, followed by the crying, laughing emoji. And I think um, this actually gets at the heart of it, which is, It really depends on how you perceive the question because if you perceive the question as a sincere, earnest question and you answer it sincerely and earnestly, I don't see the problem. So after
1: Singh says exactly that, um, they say there's nothing wrong in being honest. A good HR manager can spot a liar a mile away. The resume tell- resume tells forty percent of the story. HR will ask the candidate questions to ascertain forty percent decision making. Twenty percent
0: will come down to the individual being honest. If you need the job, say so. Can we at this point go back to the original wrong ways that Farid highlighted? Because the first one was actually I can do anything. Just give me any job scope. I will complete it. The Second one was, I'm a very hardworking person and a positive thinker. The third, because I'm broke. So um, what's clearly coming through is people saying, number three, because I'm broke, isn't really a problem. Uh, but I wanted to break down number one and number two, because I do think that those are problematic. I And I see them a lot in cover letters when people apply to work at uh, at our company, in fact. Because the, I can do anything, just give me any job scope, doesn't give anybody a sense of who you actually are, does it?
1: No, and that's exactly it. After a while, you read the same lines in so many applications and they start sounding like there's no differentiation. It also sounds like they haven't actually gotten to know the company or gotten to know the role enough to point out anything specific. Because uh, usually job postings come with a list of tasks. uh, And and that's exactly why the the right way to do it essentially covers those tasks. You could at least respond to the specifics that they need from you.
0: Yeah. And the second one is the same. I'm a very hardworking person and a positive thinker. It's, I mean, it's an introduction, but it's a rather generic one. A lot of people Say that, and more than that, it doesn't give you an idea of your skill set, right? Because what if I value um, smart work over hard work? In which case, you've already lost me. So, so there are a few things that I, I agree with in this area, but all of which to say, we want to know how do you answer this question? The question in question is. Why should we hire you? Usually part and parcel of a job interview. So, how do you answer it? And when you're hiring, what kind of answer are you looking for? You can call us, double seven double three two nine hundred, WhatsApp, or send us a voice note, zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM, uh, tweet us at BFM radio. We'll be back for your messages after this. BFM eighty nine point nine. Brainy fancy material, BFM eighty nine point nine. It is 5.50. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And uh, for today on Twitter, we were looking at an interesting question, which is, when you're asked in a job interview why should we hire you? How do you respond? So um, Farid Afi on Twitter had a bunch of this is what you shouldn't be doing, which included saying things like, I can do anything, as well as, I'm a positive thinker. <laughs> um, and so in line with that, we were asking you, how do you answer this question? Why should we hire you? And when you are hiring, what is the answer that you look for? What kind of answer are you looking for? You can call us, 7773 2900, send us a voice note or a WhatsApp, 018 and and of course, tweet us at BFM Radio, and uh, we have messages. Let's start with an employer's
1: perspective. So, uh, as you says, as an employer, I ask this question sometimes. Whatever is their reason is fifteen percent. How they convince me
0: is eighty five percent. That's a great observation because that. I think that gets at the heart of it, right? It's a very direct question. Why should I hire you? Uh, Depending on the energy of the person asking you also, it can veer almost confrontational, depending. And so, yeah, I think when faced with that question, how a person responds, whether with confidence or humility or humour or honesty, will probably tell you more about them than the actual statement, right, that they're coming out with. I also wonder, right, because I remember attending a uh, resume writing course in the States.
1: And I was mind blown at the fact that so many Americans are so much better at selling themselves than we Asians. And I feel like a question like this, because you said confrontational sometimes or potentially confrontational.
0: Why should I hire you confrontational?
1: (laughs) So I don't even think that the tone, like I think that as Asians, we're so sort of told to be humble um, in a sense that being asked to list down what makes me great can often be quite a tough uh, thing to work out. Like, am I going to risk sounding full of myself? Am I going to risk sounding like I'm overselling? Um, Well, let's see, we have an anonymous listener who says, I usually just answer how I fit the job scope with the extended list of working experience related to the scope. But in my heart, hello, I'm the one being headhunted. You better offer a package that's good enough for me to jump over because you need me in caps.
0: So... Like I said earlier, confidence, right? <laughs> How you answer the question. This is a really good mix of um, humility on the outside and confidence on the inside, I think. Um, but also, I, I think for me, I was thinking about this because I have been asked this question before. And I, if I recall correctly, the way that I responded was a mix of soft and hard skills. Because I think that hard skills, you can already see on my resume. Roughly, what it is that I am capable of, uh, what my skills are, and the soft skills. I think the ability to say, for example, um, I understand stories well. That's not necessarily something that you might be able to see um, in in a portfolio or in a resume, but it's something that I can say. That's a mixture of technical skill and soft skill.
1: So on that note about difficult questions to answer at interviews. Meezy says, I asked a fellow interviewee uh, for a job different from mine why he wanted to leave his bigger firm to the current smaller one. He replied he wanted to be a big fish in a small
0: pond. Ouch, but I got to say hats off to him. Sorry, that makes me laugh. Just the idea of someone going, yeah, that's all I want. Here it is. (laughs) It's very enjoyable. Um, We also have this from Li Jun, who says, not a job interview, but an interview for the highly coveted medical subspecialty training program. I was asked what I would do if I was rejected. I honestly answered that I would join another medical subspecialty. So I... I feel like a number of people are saying I'm just honest or I'm just open.
1: Um, And I do think there are many situations where that's really the way to go. There's no need to sugarcoat something if that's the reality. I think it also makes you seem more reliable and trustable if you are able to couch the truth in a way that makes sense.
0: Yes. And also, even if you are not 100%, I think what the employer is looking for, honesty counts for a lot. In most Mm. jobs, in most situations, honesty and a certain measure of trustworthiness, right, is going to be very, very important, which is where just saying straight up, yeah, if you reject me, I'm probably going to give up (laughs) is maybe not as counterintuitive as you might think.
1: So we have an anonymous listener who says, I realize that by linking your potential future contribution to the future employer, uh, to the future employer, to your
0: past achievement is very helpful and convincing. That's a great tip. That's just useful advice because it's. Sometimes it's not so easy also, I think, for people to be able or to expect others to make that connection for you. And if you're campaigning for a job, it's wise to simply, to straight up say, well, listen... um, I have been able to do this and that wasn't just useful to my previous company. This is how it's going to be useful to you in the future. Uh, We also have this from Aaron, which I think is a great point. Uh, My ex-employer trained hiring managers in evidence-based interviewing questions, uh, also known as behavioral events interviewing. It was a two-day full course to uproot the deeply entrenched errors in the questions hiring managers asked, including what you mentioned earlier. What are your flaws? Where do you see yourself five years from now? These are immaterial and insubstantial as evidence to one ability and approach to work and performance. Rather, share a time when you had faced a situation like this. How did you handle it? Just to quote an example.
1: Um, On that
0: point, actually, I've
1: noticed that off late, a question that seems to come up a lot is um, describe a time when you faced some sort of conflict or crisis at Mm. work and how did you handle it? Uh, Which I found quite an interesting thing, even for myself to think about, because it helps me figure out the kind of person I am and how I react to crisis situations.
0: You know, um, the, the thing there, right, is both in what you just said as well as in what Aaron's pointing out, is that there's a certain measure of reflectiveness that those questions require in that I'm asking you a question that requires some form of reflection or assessment of yourself, which is helpful because then you also know whether this person is capable of doing that, capable of assessing themselves and
1: some and it's a question about it's a question about something that has happened that you've in fact done rather than a projection or a theory about what you might be doing or what you might plan to do in the future which people are often quite hazy about and and that's kind of okay
0: so I hope that this is a down with the five-year plan and the what are your flaw question <laughs> because I don't think it's helpful. Anyway, we've been asking you, um, how do you answer the question, why should we hire you? Which is a pretty common one that's asked in job interviews. So how do you answer it? And when you're hiring, what kind of answer do you look for? You can call us, 7773 2900. Send us a voice note or a WhatsApp, 18 789 Tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.